Welcome to the second episode of the SBVC Campuswide Podcast, the show where we keep you updated on things you should know if you are part of the San Bernardino Valley College campus or community. My name is Dr. Scott Thayer, and I am the interim president of San Bernardino Valley College. In this episode, we will be highlighting a few things that you should know in February 2022. My three top topics for this month are our temporary remote operations, why now is the best time to get or stay enrolled at San Bernardino Valley College, and scholarships. Our guests for this episode are Ms. Shalita Tillman from our Black Faculty and Staff Association and Dr. Raymond Carlos from our Office of Student Light. Are you ready? All right, let's get started. My first top topic for February 2022 is our temporary remote operations. As you may have heard back in January, we had temporarily uh, transitioned back to remote instruction and work. This was done to help prevent the spread of the resurgent COVID virus in our community and to keep as many of our students, employees, and community members as safe as possible. We are currently scheduled to be fully back on campus on February 28th until the end of the semester in May. This, of course, means that all of our on-campus events we had on the calendar for January and February had to be rescheduled or postponed. But if we are able to resume full on-campus operations on February 28th, as we have planned, I am hopeful that any on-campus events we have scheduled for March and later can continue to be held on campus as originally scheduled. This includes commencement 2022, which we hope will be our first commencement back on campus since the pandemic started two years ago. It is scheduled to be held on campus on May 25th. Before I move on to my next top topic, I'd like to take a moment to say thank you to each and every one of our students and employees for staying strong. Thank you so much for your flexibility and commitment to success. San Bernardino Valley College absolutely would not be the amazing place it is without your dedication and commitment. And now for my next top topic, which is enrollment. If you have remained enrolled in classes at any point during this pandemic, you are my hero. Why? Because I know how difficult it is to transition to fully online education while you still need to pay bills and support yourself and others which could also include your family. If you are not yet enrolled, now is the best time to do so. This spring, we have hundreds of what are called late start classes being offered. They're called late start because they start later than January 18th, which was the first day of our full term semester. That was the official kickoff date of our spring term. These classes are shorter and are designed for students who need to get their program completed faster. There are classes starting in February, March, and even April. To check out the full list of late start classes, go to valleycollege.edu slash open classes. Now, I mentioned that now is the best time to be enrolled. Why do I say that? Because, and this leads me to my third top topic, there's money available to help you complete your degree. Well, how much money? More than we have ever seen at San Bernardino Valley College. 
During the last fall semester alone, we distributed $2.3 million in free textbook and materials for our students. That means that every single student had their textbooks and supplies covered at no cost. $2.3 million worth of rental materials for our students to support them in their learning. We also dispersed $7.8 million in financial aid to students. In addition to $6.3 million in emergency aid. That means over $14 million went directly into our students' pockets to help them complete their education during this pandemic. This was made possible thanks to one-time state and federal funding we received and is not guaranteed to last. So we highly encourage everyone who's been debating whether to register now or later to do it now. You will receive more financial support than has been possible in recent memory, but will only be available until it runs out. There's never been a better deal in public education where you're essentially paid to get your education. So please take advantage of this great opportunity. In addition to the wonderful financial aid packages available to all students who meet the income requirements, we also have many, many scholarships that were designed to grant our students additional funding to help them complete their programs. A lot of these scholarships were started by alumni who were once in our students' shoes and who have gone on to have very successful careers. So they have donated to help even more of our students graduate successfully and enter the high-paying careers of their dreams. You can find information about our scholarships at valleycollege.edu scholarships. Money is still available. You may have seen reminder emails, and this is one more reminder. If you are a student, check out the scholarships we have on our website and apply right now so that you can be considered. Before I conclude the scholarship topic, I have to mention that it's probably the biggest grant program we have. It's called the Finish Line Scholars Grant. Back in 2020, SBVC was a lucky recipient of a generous donation that will allow us to grant up to $18,500 per year to all students who qualify. This is a new scholarship program and is intended primarily for students who are already taking classes and just need a little bit of an extra nudge to cross that finish line and complete their degree. If you have not yet applied for this grant, there's still time. The original deadline was January 31st, but we have extended it to Monday, February 7th, because funds are still available. So go to our website right now and apply for that money that is meant to be in your hands to help you complete your education. The website for that, once again, is valleycollege.edu slash scholarships. Next up, we are currently in February, which is Black History Month. Our first guest for today's episode is Ms. Shalita Tillman, the president of our Black Faculty and Staff Association a group that works tirelessly for the success of our students and is also a major contributor to the planning of Black History Month on our campus. Welcome to the podcast, Shalita. Thank you, Dr. Thayer. I appreciate that. So, Shalita, I know that our transition to remote instruction has impacted all of the campus events we had originally planned in February. So 
So it sounds like you're putting together uh, different types of resources that the campus community can access virtually um, in order to acknowledge, celebrate, and recognize Black History Month. That is correct, as well as events that are taking place um, outside um, in different areas within the Inland Empire and in Los Angeles. So individuals um, and their families that decide they may want to attend an in-person Black History Month event that is being held outside, they um, that information is being shared as well so that way they'll have a variety of items that they can choose from and i've also identified black history um, events for children not just for adults uh -huh. so that way we can begin to have our children get involved with the, our black history events and start understanding that black history a month is not just black history month for me black history is 365 days a year I live black history every day. So I'm hoping that we can change that trend to just keeping black history month in this box and expand on it and uncondition that thought that black history only happens or one month out of the year that black history is happening every single day and that we are a part of it. No, that's a great point. You know, it's not black history month. It's, it's really American history. Um, and, and it's highlighting, and recognizing all the contributions that have been made to to our history as a collective, I think that that's that's a great point, Shalita. Thanks for for bringing that forward. Um, it sounds like just the work to collect and put things together has been a, a collaborative effort. You mentioned the different organizations, obviously Black faculty and staff, uh, the Arts Lecture and Diversity Committee, as well as other champions and advocates on campus who do an excellent job preparing these types of events. And so I just wanted to speak to the collaborative effort and spirit that's going into this. Yes, I'm just hoping that everybody, not just our, our black populations and our black community, but I'm hoping that all populations and all communities get an opportunity to understand the scope of not just our black population but our African population. I know that the African uh, population is a foundation of how we've gotten our, our black culture and how our, our black culture has developed and has been derived from that foundation of our African culture. And um, hopefully one day, uh, and I'll be working on this and looking for others that would like to work with me, but identifying um, partners in the community and experts on campus that can actually show how our African culture made the foundation for our black culture and the difference between the two but how we are conjoined together because i would like for everyone to understand how our black culture came to be because we are more than just african heritage we're a combination of a lot of different cultures and heritages which created i think a very unique population of individuals which is our black population and i just always love to brag on our black culture because i can say that that is one culture that has made an impact on every culture in the world from the way that the black culture dresses our singing our dancing our cooking our language for me, I'm just honored as a black person to know the impact that we've made 
across the world on other cultures. So I would really like to highlight that and say thank you to all my black brothers and sisters out there and let's keep it moving. Right. No, it's so important that we celebrate all the contributions and this month at least minimally shines a light focusing on that. You know, it, it shouldn't just be one month. It should be every day. So Shalita, that sounds like a lot of things that are being planned, that are being coordinated, that are being put together to acknowledge, recognize, and honor black history. Where can we find that information? There'll be lots of different emails coming through about different black history events going on within the Inland Empire. You can also check our Valley College website as well as our district website to identify different types of black history month events. So that would be www.valleycollege.edu. That's the San Bernardino Valley College website. We look forward to participating virtually in person when necessary and possible um, for these wonderful events on campus, virtually and in the community. Sounds good. Thank you, Dr. Thayer. Our next guest is Dr. Ray Carlos. He's the director of student life on campus and has been one of the dedicated heroes behind our Valley 360 Resource Center also known as the Food Pantry, which has distributed thousands of food bags, supplies, clothing, and other necessities to our students to help them stay enrolled and to be successful. Welcome to the podcast, Ray. Thanks, Scott. Always a pleasure to be with you. So, Ray, how are things going in the Valley 360 Resource Center this spring semester? Do you have any recommendations or tips for students who may be experiencing a need but have not yet visited? Things are going remarkably well in the Valley 360 Resource Center. We have had close to 300 visits from students this semester alone and close to 3,000 visits since July of 2020. So if you are a currently registered student, we invite you to stop on by. We are located alongside the library and open Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Wow, 300 already this semester and 3,000 during the fall? We are excited. You know, if this is your first time uh, as a student, I'm proud to say that we have an outstanding team of professionals and student employees who are there to assist you. Let them know this is your first visit, and they will give you a rundown of how we can support you. All you need to bring is your student ID number, so we can make sure you are a registered student. So basically, if I'm a registered student, I show up to the food pantry, I bring my student ID or, or just can tell you my student ID, and then I can access uh, the resources? That's right. That's absolutely right. And you might even be asking yourself what we can offer. Well, we have frozen food, fresh produce, non-perishable items, and plenty of snacks. We have hygiene products, baby items, and even diet-specific items. Simply let the team know what you need, and we will do our best to give you what we have that week. Wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. So if I'm a student... I can get food to go home and cook. I can get food, kind of a grab-and-go type of uh, food for me. Um, and it sounds like you got a pretty wide variety of types of food. Are there fruits or vegetables or other things along those lines at the pantry? Yes, we are fortunate to have a strong partnership with the Community Action Partnership of San Bernardino County and Feeding America Riverside that provides the majority of our items. And this includes fresh produce, dry food, snack foods, Perhaps you don't have access to a microwave at home or oven at home. We have food that you can eat right away, or perhaps you do want to spend some time cooking. So if you have specific items in need, let our team know, 
and we'll do what we can to find those items at those locations. Wow, that's great to know. You mentioned other types of resources outside of food. Can you elaborate a little bit more on some of the other things that the pantry offers for students? Yeah, we know that many students have perhaps housing insecurities, clothing insecurities, even technology insecurities. And so we serve as a resource to refer students to those places that they can acquire those needs. Okay. And then can they get other type of supplies? Like, Can I get soap at the pantry, for example? Yeah, we have a lot of hygiene products from shaving needs, from toilet paper to hygiene products, feminine products, as well as soap, shampoos, and anything that you can think of. And it's my understanding that you have some items for children or for infants? Yeah, we have baby items for sure, from baby food to even diapers. So we know that um, children go through diapers very quickly. So let us know the age group, and we can do what we can to find those items for you. Wow, that's pretty impressive. So it's a pretty comprehensive uh, resource center, having food, having supplies, having supplies for the students, children, infants, babies, and then getting directed to different resources throughout the community. You know, additionally, you know, you mentioned these partnerships. Those partnerships, how meaningful are those to to the operations of the food pantry? They are critical. I don't think we could actually support our students without those partnerships. We have received donations from multiple communities in San Bernardino. Again, I mentioned Feeding America of Riverside and the Community Action Partnership of San Bernardino County. But we also have our foundation, our student government, individuals on campus who are growing fruit on their trees who want to donate to students. It's remarkable to see the support that we're getting from the community. It's great. You know, from the beginning of the pantry, it started out as faculty and staff just having snacks in their offices to the evolution of now having a centralized location, providing these much needed resources for our students, especially during this time. Yeah, and as an added bonus, another partnership, we're working with our cafeteria and our culinary arts program here at SBVC, providing freshly made meals to students. Wow. So not just get a bag to bring home to cook for yourself or grab and go, but also the ability to have a hot meal. Yes, a hot meal. First come, first serve. We have about 50 of those meals to go each day, Tuesday and Wednesday. That is definitely a great benefit for our our cafeteria staff to be able to continue to work and prepare these meals for our students, as well as our culinary program. Students need to practice working through cooking and, and preparing foods. So it's such a great benefit, not just for the students who are receiving the hot meals, but also for the cafeteria and the culinary program. I agree. And we're just going to continue to grow those partnerships. You know, it is great to see the commitment of our faculty, staff, and administration towards providing the necessary support for students. And the Valley 360 Resource Center is doing an extraordinary job to do that. And so we really look forward to expanding those services as much as we possibly can. And one last thing, Scott, just remember, for all of you students out there, this is completely free. There's not a cent that comes out of your pocket. No cost. No cost. All they have to do is be enrolled that's it. Currently registered student. Yep. Wow. What a benefit, especially now. We have an opportunity to get a necessary resource while you're a student. And these items definitely, definitely support our students as they go through their learning. Well, that is great news, Ray. So thank you. Thank you very much for everything that you and your team do for our students. The college truly appreciates the support that's coming 
from student life, but also the ability to facilitate the conversation and communicate to the rest of the campus, one, how they can help to support our students, and two, that they know how to direct students to the Valley 360 Resource Center. So we appreciate you coming on today, and we look forward to hearing more about the food pantry and supporting our students in the future. Thanks, Scott. And with that, we have come to the conclusion of this episode of SBBC's Campus-Wide Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you don't already, please follow SBBC on your favorite social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Discord. Just search for SBBC and you can't miss us. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, we would love to hear from you. Just reach out to us at podcast at valleycollege.edu. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode.